0: All right, let's do it. Let's get started. Here we are. Here we are. Episode two.
1: Episode two. The deuce. Thank you if you've made it this far with us.
0: Yeah. Hey, thanks everybody for all the feedback and um, checking out our episode one. Um, it's really great. Very humbling. Very exciting. Yeah. That, uh, got a lot of positive feedback. So far, no completely negative feedback. <laughs> Maybe we just need to check our spam folder.
1: I've been checking it. I think we're good.
0: Okay. All right.
1: I mean, once more, people listen. It'll come.
0: Sure, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so budgeting.
1: Yeah, I think that's what we should talk about this episode.
0: Yeah, we got a lot to we got a lot to cover, don't we? Yeah, a lot of questions.
1: But before we do that, this is let's be realistic. The podcast.
0: The podcast, known also known as let's be realistic.
1: And we're gonna be realistic about budgeting.
0: Very realistic.
1: Because just right out the gate, anyone can budget. There, yes. I said it. Yes. No matter how much money you make, you can have a budget.
0: Yeah, and if you say that budgeting doesn't work, you really mean that you don't work.
1: You really mean that your budget wasn't right for your situation, and you didn't stick to it.
0: Yep. So, if you didn't turn off the podcast in the last <laughs> 10 seconds... <laughs> That's fair. ...stick with us. It's going to get good. Cure us out. Going to have some practical applications for budgeting.
1: Now, I think we should start with our background. Sure. Um, we... We're both not budgeting people when we met, and not even until we were married for a few months did we really implement and stick to a budget. Um, I have always been a saver. I like having money in my savings account. I don't know why, but I've just always been that way. I also like spending money, but I'm frugal by nature.
0: And I think that uh, the best way to describe my... Ability to to be able to talk to just about anybody about budgeting is that uh, I'll 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 mention my lowest point. One of my <laughs> lowest financial points was um, I took a payday loan on a '94 Jeep Wrangler. Do you remember
1: the interest rate on that loan?
0: I don't ballpark I'm, it. Oh man,
1: what twenty something? Twenty
0: something, I'm sure. Um, so. Imagine a Jeep Wrangler without a top, without an exhaust, barely ran.
1: No seatbelts. No
0: seatbelts. Um, it didn't go above 35 because of the tires and a small motor. And it had an alcohol, alcohol interlock device in it. So <laughs> I took a payday loan on that. Um,
1: Yikes.
0: To go to Disneyland.
1: No. Yes. That's why? Yes. I don't think I to, ever knew that. To go to
0: Disneyland with my parents. Oh. And, um, they, they didn't even know you had the
1: DUI at They did point. not.
0: As oh, a matter of fact, gosh. I worked it out with a court that I was going to go to Tent City um, after I got back from this, this oh, weekend trip. How did you
1: work that out? Did you say, please let me go to Disneyland with my I was my just family. like, I have an
0: obligation. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that's fine.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Well,
1: that's where he started. Yes. So anyone can really be on the up and up.
0: Anyone can budget. You can figure it out. Yeah.
1: So yeah. to give you an example of why we're in any situation to give financial advice, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about what we've been able to accomplish on a budget. Um, we started budgeting um, on mostly the Dave Ramsey plan when we had, I don't know, we were married a few months. Yes. Um, pretty quickly after that, we paid off your car. Yep. Um, We were fortunate to not have student debt. I paid my way through school and you hadn't finished your... Well, you didn't really have much done of college at that point.
0: Zero. Well, I had some credits, but um, I was not on track to (laughs) To obtain a degree anytime soon.
1: Um, And since then, since we've been sticking to a budget, um, we've been through many job losses. We've been through job changes. We've been through many vehicles. Um, and we've stuck to a budget that has allowed us to purchase four, five cars in cash. Yeah,
0: vehicle repairs, um, new vehicles, yeah. uh, one rattlesnake bite for the dog. To the dog, yep. yep. That
1: was a hit to the, yeah, was traumatic, to the bank too. account. Um, we paid for your whole college degree. Um, 20
0: plus thousand for just for the
1: last year and a half
0: yes for the last year and a half
1: but these are things that we've been able to purchase in cash out of pocket because Mm -hmm. we've been disciplined about our budget and so we know trip to europe we know that anybody can do it because we were not making a lot of money at the start and we're not rich now but because of what we're able to do with the money we do have we've come a long way
0: yeah and we're not um we're not like superstars we're Probably of average talent and intelligence, would you say?
1: <laughs> I would say. Um, our only debt. Not you,
0: you're really smart.
1: Oh, I don't know about that. Our only debt now is our home. Um, but I'm really proud that we were able to pay for your school and that we ha- can pay for cars and cash and that we have a few months worth of expenses and savings if we ever need it. Um, and that we're able to save for travel and vacations and the things that we want while sticking to a budget.
0: Right. So they're probably wondering, how do we do this? How do we do this? We, I... the listeners, do this.
1: <laughs> so first things first, we should definitely give credit to Dave Ramsey because that is the basis of what we do budgeting-wise. We definitely have made some alterations. We don't stick to his plans word for word, but that is like the base of what we, the foundation of our yes, budget.
0: Dave Ramsey's the foundation. We did not come up with these principles by ourselves. They no. have been tested tried and true tried and true Um,
1: but I will also elaborate a little bit on the things that we've changed to make it work for our lives um, which might work for you guys too it's a little bit more flexible I think
0: and you should make it work for you
1: absolutely that's the whole point
0: I would advise not to deviate too far from Dave Ramsey's principles because um, he's been doing it for a long time and he knows what he's doing and he knows people pretty well
1: And the other thing I would say is, if you want to check out his stuff, um, DaveRamsey.com will get you to wherever you. Yeah, just Google.
0: Yeah, Google Dave Ramsey, or check out Dave Ramsey podcast. It's uh, he has a radio show, and they just. (laughs) It's like his radio show without uh, commercials. I like it. It's one of my favorite. You might remember from episode one. It's one of my favorite podcasts. It's
1: um hard for me to listen to, but that's only because I don't like those weird contentious situations where callers call in and he's like, you're an idiot.
0: Which is, which is ironic because we live for awkward situations. That's
1: true. That's true. I guess I just don't like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't like hearing people just get totally pwned and not know what to do. It's just hard to listen to.
0: I think probably one thing that we both struggle with is knowing that because we are of average skill (laughs) and intelligence and talent that we, we know the like potential of
1: all people, just basically anyone.
0: Yeah. Just most people. And when we hear it squandered, it's, it's like nails on a chalkboard when they're like, yeah, but I have, um, a $90,000 Jeep. And you're like, why though? But don't, but don't do that. Don't do that.
1: Okay. So back on track, um, when you're starting a budget, You got to take an inventory of your income and your expenses, but this, you got to be realistic about it. You have to be honest with yourself about what you're spending every month. You need to see clearly which categories you spend money in, how much, how often, and you need to have a good idea of your income. Even if that's variable, even if you don't work the same number of hours and that changes your income month to month, um, you need to set up your budget in such a way that in the months with a surplus, you're able to save that for the months where you maybe don't work as many hours.
0: So practically speaking, Nicole, how do you do that? For the background, for background, Nicole is the numbers gal in the relationship. She is really good with numbers. She's I love really math. G- math and <laughs> spreadsheets. Um, yes. Just spreadsheets.
1: <laughs> uh, um, I start with both of our incomes and have like just a starting line for that. I don't change In a it. spreadsheet. Right, yes. You need the spreadsheet. It's so helpful. Gotta do the spreadsheet. Um, and then I have... The first, like, tier of categories is our bills. So mortgage, power, internet, water, water, things like that that aren't really going to change a ton and are definitely recurring month to month. We're not getting out of paying those things. Um, and that stuff comes out either automatically, if I trust that the provider isn't going to rip us off, or I pay it online through bill pay. Right. Paperless stuff.
0: And I know that some of you are probably wondering how the power works, Um you can you can just take the average,
1: um, and I actually usually overestimate it. Which is fun. Um, I know that like we're in Phoenix, so I know in the winter our power bill is going to be relatively low, but then in the summer it shoots up. So like our budget looks a little bit different in the winter than it does in the summer, and that's probably true of most places.
0: But if you're in the Midwest, um, you're probably running heat in the winter time. Winter will be higher. Right.
1: it's basically the opposite thing. Yeah, and those categories. Have a total, so I know roughly how much we're gonna spend on bills every month,
0: regardless of of anything, of anything, right?
1: Right. Um. Because that stuff doesn't change much. We also have some of our like donation stuff in there, like we sponsor a kid in Haiti. That's in bills because that's a monthly right. obligation. Um. Things like that, our Hulu, Spotify, yeah, stuff that is monthly and doesn't change. That's right. the first category. All those bills, and then um the next tier is. What we pull out in cash for envelopes, we do advocate for the envelope system. Um, And that's stuff that might change. We might not use all of that money in the month, Um, but that's stuff that also includes fun money and things like that. So it's groceries, gas, clothing money. We have a category for clothing. We have like cleaning and house supplies, laundry, stuff like that. We have money for the dogs. We have our own pocket money, which we can spend on whatever we want. So Patrick's pocket money he can spend on whatever and I can't say anything and vice versa. It's awesome. Not that we try to stop each other from having fun. but And you could. Yeah. But why would I?
0: If I was like hookers and blow, you would probably okay. be like, don't well, do it.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's fair. That's more yeah. of a marriage thing than a sure, budget sure, sure, thing. Sure, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah.
0: Sure. Um, do you want to tell them how you do the envelope system? They're probably wondering, envelopes? Well, envelopes. so the
1: traditional envelope system would be you truly have a paper or whatever kind of envelope you want for each category. So you would have a gas envelope, you'd have a groceries envelope. And ideally when you're going to the grocery store, you'd take the grocery envelope with you, things like that. I am very bad at that. So I have implemented a slightly different system that I have found works really well. Um, I posted it on our Instagram. Um, it shows like an accordion style folder.
0: I think we got them at Target for like a dollar a piece. Yeah, they're
1: super. You can get them anywhere Office yeah. Supply Store, Walmart, whatever. Um, and then each of those tabs is essentially an envelope. Um, and if I forget to take the actual cash with me, um, I just keep the receipt and then deposit the money later on, which works really well for me because A, I'm horrible at remembering which envelopes I'm going to need for which outing, and B, I don't necessarily like carrying all that cash in all those individual envelopes.
0: And on top of that, we we deviate from Dave Ramsey's principles in one major area. We use a credit card. And we don't use a credit card for things we don't have money for, but we do use a credit card for the incentives. Um, because we're only going to buy things that we have money for.
1: And the ease of just having a card with you all the time, because I'm bad at remembering the actual cash. So I'll use that credit card. We'll get points for whatever we spend. And then I go and deposit it on the back end, pay the bill. We never leave a balance on the credit card. We're never paying interest. Um, It's just been easier for us. I prefer it.
0: And one helpful tip, we know that um, a lot of it's ballpark to some degree, or rounding up to the nearest dollar. We have different categories for dogs, toiletries and groceries. But if we go to the grocery store and we get a toiletry, a dog toy and groceries, mm-hmm. um, we just ballpark it. You don't need to like well, ooh, sometimes I'll, I'll
1: even use the receipt and break it down like right. take $5 from dogs.
0: Sure, but it's it, I mean, how often is it ever like well, it was 536 for the the squeaky toy. I would toy. round. I would
1: do like 6 bucks, yeah. Right.
0: That just a practical tip that you you, you
1: don't guys, have to be crazy about. Right. It. Um but to finish up how I do the budget. All of all of those categories have a total, and both of those totals, the bills and our envelopes, needs to be less than our income. And I have a specific category for savings. So regardless of what is left over every month, we are intentionally putting money in savings. That's one of the categories. Um, and then if there is anything left over, that it additionally goes to savings. I it is it should be a zero sum game. There should be nothing left over. Every dollar should have an assignment regardless of where that is.
0: Yes, that you're going to be chasing your tail if you try to do a budget that's not a zero-sum budget.
1: Right, and if you are seeing that you don't have enough money after all of your categories, then you need to make an adjustment. There has to be something that changes because you can't constantly be in the red.
0: I think a lot of people say that budgets don't work because the reality is they just don't have enough money.
1: Well, and that's a real problem, but then sacrifices need to be made because that's not sustainable.
0: I've heard that a lot of people are like, "Why well, don't budget because I don't want to know where I'm spending all my money. And <laughs> that's you know a terrifying like, thought, man, but it's true. It's, yeah. it is terrifying.
1: Yeah. But you, once you have a budget that works, you will feel 10 million times better about everything. Truly. It is so freeing to know where your money's going and that it's working correctly. Yeah that said, here are the kind of first steps to get started yes. with a budget. It's very important yes. to do. You have to do it. Um, and I would say, and this is, I think this is in line with Dave Ramsey's principles. The first thing to do would be to build up a $1,000 savings for yes. emergencies. Um, your car breaks down, your dishwasher breaks, something, Water anything. Heater. Any, you name it. Anything unforeseen that you may not have the funds for, you should be building a savings for this.
0: So fun, fun little anecdotal story. Nicole was in Colorado and <laughs> I was a bachelor for the weekend. I decided to sleep in to like probably 11 o'clock. I mean, it was it's pretty late. late it was. Yeah. It was like late even for me where I just like fell like a crap. I walk into the garage to do laundry, to feel like a productive human being for like the weekend and the garage was like a sauna our water heater had the feeding tube had a pinhole leak feeding it was tube. it was sp- <laughs> the the hot water portion <laughs> i don't know it was a, it's a pipe it's a it, it it's like a threaded pipe i don't know it's, it's, fine. it's I'm it just weird. It yeah, yeah 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 um flex pipe for all my folks out there had a pinhole leak and it was just spraying the garage for probably eight hours and it was a disaster but thankfully we had an emergency fund for that yes it's good stuff okay next thing sorry sorry <laughs> no, thousand dollars get your thousand dollars okay. because when you when your water heater gets a pinhole leak you're gonna be like you know what this sucks but
1: and i don't want to have to take out debt or put this on my credit card and then have to pay it off for months for something that right. i didn't want to happen in the first place because
0: disasters are stressful enough
1: yeah without having to worry you about don't have to pay, to pay, pay interest it. on yeah it. exactly um and then the second thing would be debt snowball so the way that the debt snowball works is say you have three different debts maybe you have credit card and your car payment and student loans so whichever is the smallest amount of money is what you're going to pay off first you're going to make all the payments for all the all of the debts i mean you're not going to stop paying the other ones but
0: you're just going to make the minimum payments
1: right and then you're going to pay a little bit extra on that smallest debt
0: you're going to attack it with a vengeance
1: yes but sell things but i know that it's not reasonable to like put a ton of money toward it in some situations so whatever extra that you can pay toward the smallest debt you do it and once that is paid off whatever payment you were making to that smallest debt you make that payment in addition to the minimum payment for the next smallest And then before you know it, you have paid off your debt and it is so motivating and encouraging and it's just the best feeling. And it really is doable and it might take some time. You're going to have to be patient and diligent about it, but it truly works and it is amazing.
0: I would say that I would say that you, you got to want to get out of debt. I think there are some That's people true. that are like totally fine with car payments or credit card payments or whatever, you know, taking out a loan for new appliances or getting a Sears or Home Depot card for new appliances. Yeah. And they're totally fine with that. That's their thing. But you have to want to be out of debt. Um, we hate firmly believe that the debt is like financial slavery That being debt-free is financial freedom, and we truly believe that.
1: And being in debt can be super stressful. It's stressful for me to think about. And I just think of all of the payments that pile up, and if one of us were to lose our jobs, we're screwed. Like, there's no way that we can make all these additional payments um, on top of a mortgage and power and all those bills that don't go away no matter what. If one of us lost our jobs, we'd be screwed. But that's why we avoid all those additional payments and we know that we have a long time before we're screwed if one of us loses our job now.
0: And listener, please know you are entirely too valuable to to deal with that, like to go through that because you're talking potentially a few years of like in worst case scenario, a few years to get out of this debt. If you're looking at like a sheer cliff, like Mount Everest debt, <laughs> um, but you're you're too valuable to go through that. Like you don't need to be shackled to your debt. No,
1: absolutely not. All. not.
0: all right. So next next practical application after the debt snowball. Then I hope that's not copyright infringement.
1: Well, it's Dave Ramsey. If it if it is, we didn't come oh, up with that concept no, we ourselves. we didn't. We <laughs> didn't. It's fine. I think if you cite your sources, it's fine.
0: I think so. Well, parody. It's like writing a paper. Parody is covered under the First Amendment, so we could just make it the debt avalanche. <laughs>
1: That makes it sound like you're gonna get crushed yeah that's true okay and then after that you have the ability to save for the things that you want have um i think the the true next step would be three to six months worth of expenses in savings
0: yeah three to six months is i think three to six months is important regardless of where you're at but beyond that is when it gets uh, when it applies more to what you're is what's going on in your life yeah um saving for Kids college, paying off your house, saving for retirement.
1: Vacation.
0: Vacation. I mean, that's that's kind of, you know, it just really depends on it where depends you're on at. It depends on your goal. Sure. Yeah. Um, where you're at in life.
1: So I think we should address the questions. I asked a question on social media. What are your biggest budgeting struggles? And you guys... Killed gave it. me so many responses. So Killed thank it. you. That was awesome. So
0: good. Really excited to talk about a lot of these questions.
1: And I won't shout everybody out by name because a lot of you had the same concerns. Um, so we're just going to kind of group you know, let's, them together. Let's
0: protect the identities of the innocent here. Let's not <laughs> shout out any names. You know who you are. We'll, That's we'll, true. You know who you are.
1: Um, yeah. So we just kind of grouped some of these together so we can talk about them. Um, one of the greatest concerns is how do you account for needs versus wants in your budget? And I think we kind of touched on it a little bit with the categories, but we have categories for things that we need, groceries and gas, but we also have categories for things that we want. My pocket money is for whatever the heck I want. Most of it gets spent on coffee every month, but that's what I want and it doesn't matter. I can do whatever I want with that money.
0: I think you think you want more things than you actually do.
1: And if what you want is expensive, save for it for a few months. It might not be something that you're able to purchase every single month, but then save up for it. And you might find that after three or four months of saving for it, you don't want it that badly anymore. Or you have the funds for it and go for it.
0: Yeah. And you know what? The best thing is when you buy something really expensive and you know you want it and it's you're, you're steadfast in your want for this thing that you save saved for it and you buy it and you're like, cha-ching, that's it.
1: I have no payments on this. I've no payments. It's mine.
0: Um, also this money was already spent Once for for bed. this this one a long time ago. Yeah. And it's okay to to like analyze how much you actually want something and do research and and really really figure out if you do want it. It's really easy now in this like instant gratification culture to just swipe a card and then think that you can't live without this thing today like Oh, I heard about this thing, or I was, I saw an ad on social media that was like, I mean, they're just all the pop up ads. Yeah. Oh, hey, I I know, oh, I noticed that you've been researching backpacks. How Mm -hmm. about this backpack? You're like, I can't live without this backpack. Gotta buy it. And when you get it, you're like,
1: meh. And on a bigger scale, try to avoid buying new cars. Never buy a brand new car ever, because that kind of goes hand in hand with what you were just talking about. If you wanna buy a $40,000 car and you don't have $40,000, it's not a wise decision to purchase that car and then have monthly payments for a very long time because as soon as you drive it off the lot, it's not worth $40,000 anymore. And if you really were to save $40,000 in cash, I don't think you'd want to spend it in a lump sum like that on a car. Oh,
0: you would not. You would look at a $20,000 car and you'd be like, damn, I could buy that $20,000 car and have $20,000 yes, left
1: over? It's incredible.
0: Um, listen... I get it. New cars are like status. Uh, it's They're like a cool. Status symbol, I get it. They're you know? really cool. But if you want to drive a relatively brand new car, for all intent and purposes, mm-hmm. then what I would what I would recommend, and and if you if the desire is to truly like impress all of those people people in your neighborhood, I recommend <laughs> buying a three year old car. Now listen closely. Buy a three year old car. Take five thousand dollars and light that five thousand dollars on fire in your driveway <laughs> but before you light it on fire please get all of your neighbors your mom your ex-girlfriend or boyfriend um that person you want to date and then just torch that stack of cash because essentially
1: that's way cooler
0: that oh yeah that's like thug life yeah af no, extra i mean that's that's it right there you're like yeah i just torch this five thousand so dollars i don't know <laughs> Give a crap,
1: and you still have a good car. And you look still at, and you that. still have
0: a good car. <laughs> yeah. So don't uh, don't buy a brand new car. It's Truly really
1: ever, please yeah. don't do it. Um, but that said, if you have a brand new car and you already probably are upside down, but you owe a lot of money on it, and maybe it's still worth a lot of money, we are of the mindset that you should sell it and purchase a cheaper car with the cash you get from that. Sure. And then you don't have a payment anymore. And you still have a working, reliable car. Yep. There's just truly no need ever to purchase a brand new car. I feel very strongly about that. Unless you are a millionaire, then go for it. Do it up. Uh,
0: well, if if your goal is getting out of debt, again, this is this comes down to personal responsibility, making a making a decision that is best for yourself. And you know, obviously, we're with that we're gonna we're gonna advocate for you to be to make the choice that you want to make. First and foremost, right? Well, and
1: I think that we have seen a lot of people be crippled by debt or have to file bankruptcy very young, and it's something that impacts you for a long time and is very stressful and unnecessary, and I, that's the reason that we feel strongly about this, and this is what we wanted to do for our own lives. But you're right. There there has to be some level of personal responsibility. You have to want to be out of debt, and you have to hold yourself accountable to the budget that you create. You have to stick to it because it's not going to work if you don't stick to it. Absolutely okay the next struggle that i think is pretty common and it's one of the like budgeting myths is like i don't have time to do a budget um and i understand that i hear that but truly the only time that you're going to really have to commit is up front creating that initial budget and let me tell you right now if you're struggling with it i will happily talk you through it
0: yeah send us an email
1: i love doing budgets it's one of my favorite things um, but truly, you just spend a couple of hours, maybe, getting everything together, taking an inventory of your income and expenses, and setting it up in such a way that each month you don't really have to do much except to withdraw cash. Um, I would say I spend five to ten minutes a month now, moving forward, now that our budget is in place.
0: Give or take. Um, I think, I think what, what could cause you to spend more and more time, I think a lot of the hang-ups that people run into... Um, they're not honest with themselves when they are creating a budget because um, when you're when you're creating a budget you're not looking at you're you're not like going retro on what you spent on groceries you're saying i'm giving myself say four hundred dollars a month for groceries um there's going to be some there's going to be a learning curve in that in finding
1: and there's for adjustments to be made that's fine
0: but if you're if you're like no i'm you know what I'm looking at the numbers, and I would love to just spend $200 on groceries. But you
1: know... That's not realistic. That's not realistic.
0: You are going to find that this budget is not working. You, you know? and
1: I would never survive on $200 on groceries. And let me tell you, we have had to increase that category because it wasn't realistic yep. at the p- the point we had it. Yeah, that's true. That wasn't that wasn't right. It should also be said that a budget is not looking at what you spent last month. And then adding everything up after the fact. A budget is setting money out for a specific purpose. It is not collecting receipts after the fact and being like, well, this is what I spent. Here it is. Because that's not controlling where your money goes.
0: Also, that's a disaster.
1: Right. No, that doesn't work.
0: Yeah. You're chasing your tail. Yeah. Um, Because essentially you're already spending the money.
1: It's already gone.
0: It's already well. You're well. No, I'm saying that with a zero sum budget, you're already spending that money.
1: Oh, when you do it the correct right. way.
0: You're saying that this money, is, this four hundred dollars, is going to groceries regardless of anything. This four hundred dollars right. will serve no other purpose other than to buy
1: groceries. Except in the off chance that we don't spend all that money, now we have money left over, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is extra because we already accounted for this to be spent, and it wasn't, and it's such a glorious surprise. Yeah.
0: Just go out got it. Yes. And take do your it. wives out to dinner. No.
1: hmm That's sweet. Aww.
0: You know what I think we should do right now? What? Before we get to any more <laughs> questions.
1: I know what you're going to say. Do you? Yes. You don't. Do it.
0: Okay. So a segment on this show.
1: I don't know that we... Did we talk about it last Welcome
0: time? Welcome to the show. We did not talk about it.
1: Okay. Go for it.
0: Um, a segment that you will regularly hear. We will stop in the middle and talk about <laughs> our grievances Damn it.
1: We are crotchety old people.
0: Cremudgeons, if you will.
1: We are the oldest young people you know. Yes. Um, yeah, we have a lot of grievances, things that we complain about. I mean, we try to be relatively positive people, but...
0: We are very positive But people. there are
1: things that get our goats. Oh, for sure. Okay, do you want to go first? I
0: absolutely <laughs> want to go first. <laughs> okay, go ahead. We pulled... I mean, what was it? Like 45 minutes ago, I heard this commercial again. Everybody, you know... You know where the Shane Company is at in your city. You know by, if you listen to the radio and you don't live under a rock, you know the cross streets for the Shane Company.
1: Well, I didn't know that that wasn't just an Arizona thing until you one day said the crossroads from... Your city near St. Louis. Yeah, and I was like, what? I thought this was an Arizona thing. No, no, the Shane Company's everywhere, apparently. Yeah,
0: yeah it's like, uh, so here in Phoenix, it's Scottsdale Road and. In a coma. And a coma. One mile
1: south of Bell Road.
0: One mile south of Bell Road. And St. Louis, it's like somewhere in the Galleria. Uh, I feel like they say Tesson Ferry. I don't really know, but my St. Louis people, you will know. Um, anyway. Anyway, so Tom Shane.
1: Mm-hmm. The iconic voice the of I- the Shane company. Yeah,
0: you all know his voice. Um,
1: <laughs> I think he's trying to retire.
0: It sounds to me like he's he's trying to retire. Like, yeah. he's done. He's, he's trying to get out of there. He's, he's like, old. like, you know what? I'm going to go to Boca Raton, and I'm just going to, like, <laughs> kick it on the beach because... Or he's probably going to Thailand because, you know, he's got all those connections. connections. in Bangkok, yeah. right? you never know. Um, where they're sourcing all their diamonds. But listen, my <laughs> grievance is as follows. Rorden Shane <laughs> is terrible his voice is so off-putting and it just every time i hear it i just hear my dad owns a dealership like he just is like awful and i you know i'm sure he's a very nice person but it's
1: truly just an issue with the voice because you come from this iconic deep radio voice that is tom shane and then you go to Rorden. and well, also and like, what is yeah name? what's a Roden? okay and they're like
0: they're like we're you because i know that you just feel like the people at, at Shane Co are like, listen, you know, Tom's gonna retire, we need to rebrand, we need to remarket, like and he's like, No. I am I wanna f- do I it. am a fourth generation jeweler, dang it. <laughs> dang you. My dad owns this company. I'm the he made me the president. Like
1: That's a pretty good impression. I Poor Worden. Poor he Warden. means Worden, well. If you're
0: listening I'm
1: sorry, we're but sorry. just really get someone with a radio voice to take your place and say that they're you. But, okay,
0: but then he has, they have like, they have people come on that are like quality control yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just, have better radio voices. Yeah.
1: It, he listen, just wants Gordon. To, you got to give it up. Knock
0: it off. <laughs> Figure it out.
1: Um, my grievance is that we have a new neighbor and their dog barks at all hours of the night and I truly want to steal the dog. It makes me so angry. They leave it outside for hours at a time while they're not home. And it just barks and cries because it doesn't want to be outside.
0: Yeah, I, I peeked my head over the fence just to see what was going on. And the dog is just like whimpering to try to get inside. and It broke my heart. Yes. But also it's like a hound dog, kind of. It has like a hound in it. So its bark is very throaty and it carries quite...
1: It sure does. Way, it Let me tell you, I wanted to leave our windows open because it was a gorgeous night out yesterday. Couldn't oh. do that because all you hear is the freaking dog. Also, don't have a dog if you don't want a dog.
0: Yeah, it takes zero effort to not have a dog.
1: It's so easy to not you know have what? a dog. If
0: you know that you're not good at having dogs, when you think we should get a dog, just, just don't. Dog. do that.
1: Don't get a dog. Anyway, if this happens during the summer, I will 100% call the police because that's cruelty. Or I'll steal the dog. We'll make it our own. Oh, we just steal it you go you probably like that idea don't you
0: no (laughs) i want a different dog okay anyways moving right along back on track
1: we'll get back to the budget now
0: yep back to the questions
1: um one of well some of the other questions that i saw were like how do you handle paying off debt versus saving for the future um and i think they kind of go hand in hand we talked about having a one thousand dollar savings up front for emergencies and that's a great idea you need to do that it just covers your butt in those situations Um, Then the next step is to pay off debt. And using the debt snowball goes a whole lot faster than just trying to pay all the minimum payments forever and ever.
0: Yeah, because you're not going to save for the future, air quotes.
1: While you have all this debt.
0: While you have all the debt. Get out of the debt first because your ability to save for the future will grow exponentially when you're not paying interest and payments for the rest of your foreseeable future.
1: And when the debt is gone, you will have a lot of money to save.
0: We had... uh, I could paraphrase, but we had a question, or you should paraphrase perhaps. We had a question that I really liked and I really wanted to dig into um, by a friend of yours.
1: Yeah. Let me Uh, find it. Hang on. I'll read. Okay. She said, "Budgets suck in general. Two questions. Do you believe in saving money for when you die or spending it? How do I have a budget for both things that I want and the things I need? What percentage is blowable? So this, first of all, is a great question. Um, And depends heavily on your situation and your income and the things that you want and need. But our budget incorporates both. I think we mentioned that a little bit. Um, We've been able to take several great vacations while still sticking to our budget. Um, I don't feel at all that I can't buy the things that I want within our budget. We have categories that allow for all the things that we would want um, along with pocket money. That's super flexible every month. Um, I feel Like we're far more free to buy whatever we want on this plan than before we had a budget.
0: I suspect that most people say budgets suck or budgeting sucks or I don't like budgeting because they are looking, staring down the barrel at their debt and they, it's just like finite. Like you're quantifying the fact that you're heavily leveraged or you have more debt than income or you have a high amount of debt to income ratio, like it's a high debt to income ratio, and that sucks. It does suck. Budgeting does not suck when you don't have a ton of debt. Budgeting is much more freeing and you can put it on cruise control.
1: And budgeting gives you a plan to tackle what's stressing you out. Right. So even if you have a lot of debt, you now have a plan on how to get rid of it and you feel like you can kind of tread water again. Right. You feel like you're not drowning. But even if you don't have debt, Having a budget shouldn't be restrictive. It should really just give you, again, a plan on how to spend your money and how to save it. And you'll be able to get ahead because of it. It, sh- it shouldn't make you feel like you can't buy what you want. I, f- I don't feel that way. No,
0: actually, I feel like I can buy more of what I want yeah. now Yeah. and not that. stress about it.
1: Yeah, and, and what percent is blowable depends on you.
0: When it comes to like saving money for when you die, that only depends on... What you, like, what you want to do. Have kids. Do you want to leave kids with any money? Because then saving for, for your nest egg for when you die is more important. If you want to leave family members money. If not, there's...
1: Do it up, man. Do it save up. Save for your retirement and nothing else.
0: Yeah, save for your retirement, um, which is really simple. If you're single or even married and you don't plan on having any kids and you're like, you know what? Hey, we're going to... We're gonna take this shit down with us like more power to <laughs> you do man. It, man do that's it your up money. live life and you know what don't let anybody tell you you're selfish that's that's we, your choice i mean that's man. something
1: we struggle with too because we don't have kids and we've been married five years so
0: and people are like huh clocks ticking huh and you're like
1: yeah but i get to do whatever i want <laughs> right i get to sleep
0: right, exactly
1: <laughs> yeah that'll be something we address on another episode And then lastly, I think an issue for a lot of people, us included, is food. Eating out, um, meal planning, which we are horrible at, and coffee is definitely an issue. Um, What I would say about the food and meal planning is that you're going to have to have some discipline about not eating out. Even if that means going to the grocery store and getting TV dinners, it's cheaper than eating out.
0: Or being really honest about eating out. A good friend of mine. I remember he he would always tell me that his grandparents, um, they were really good at budgeting. They lived in a small town, but they ate out every night, wow. and they were like, you know what, we don't want to cook, what a but life. They, they planned. Uh, they would like only drink water when they went to the restaurant. They would they would uh, they would like coordinate the restaurants they would go to with a certain like special specials, specials yeah. that they liked. Uh, so if that's you, just be intentional be about, it. about it. Smarter about it be smart know that like hey i hate cooking with a passion and i do
1: i feel that on a spiritual level
0: yeah i'm i'm the cooker but sometimes i'm 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 the (laughs) cooker welcome i'm the chef
1: you are you're very good at it thank you but we're not good at meal planning that's something we struggle with and we have to get better about but we have grocery money to allow for that and we have fun money that allows us to eat out when we want to eat out Mm -hmm. um but that's, I mean, that's one of the number one things that everybody says when trying to save money anyway is stop eating out.
0: Well, let's talk about coffee specifically. Okay. Because I know that coffee is a, like, that's a vice for a lot of people. And oh, that, for is me, a, for sure. that is the—that is a point of, uh, I, I think that a lot of people spend more money than they think on coffee. Absolutely. A month.
1: Freaking Starbucks is like six bucks. Yes. Every time. Yes.
0: Even if you go to like Circle K. I mean,
1: even a few dollars. Yeah, two bucks for
0: a cup of coffee is kind of a lot.
1: Um, We love cold brew at our household. And in order to save money, we have purchased a cold brew maker just off of Amazon. It's just like a glass container with a little filtered thing to put coffee in in the middle. Game changer. It's amazing. Buy two. We did. We did. And then you can buy whatever coffee you want. Patrick's a coffee snob for sure. Um, he likes very high quality fair trade kinds of things. I
0: want to know the name of The person that picked that bean.
1: Oh my gosh, it's so no. excessive. I want to know.
0: I want to know um, I want to know what they were wearing that day.
1: You remember the days what when, they were thinking when we were dating and you would drink Coffee that has been sitting in the pot for three days and you just warm it up again Man,
0: Back in the day when I was just trying to stay warm in the Jeep ride to work.
1: It was a simpler I would toss time.
0: I would toss like three-day-old Folgers in the microwave and heat that sucker up. Listen. And then on the road I'd go. But if then, you do that, good for you. But then I got woke.
1: Oh, don't ever say that again. I am
0: woke. No, I was know. woke. Anyway. I became woke. <laughs> Stop. Woke's a noun.
1: Um. Yes. No, it's not. Yeah, it's but, an adjective. No,
0: but in the sense... Woke no. is like a... You, you arrive... It's an adjective. No, you arrive at being... Okay, woke. I don't want to have
1: this discussion. But Anyways. having the cold brew maker in the fridge at all times is a glorious thing. Look into finding a way to make coffee that you really enjoy at home that doesn't cost as much. It
0: because you, yeah, you don't have to completely... Forgo. Um, forego no. like quality.
1: I would never tell you to stop drinking coffee. That mm-hmm. is blasphemy.
0: Right. And um, a lot of the grocery stores nowadays are carrying... Really high quality quali- coffee yeah high yeah. quality high quality coffee um i know that uh local roasters like one of our local roasters is press you can find them at sprouts now mhm so that's really I cool i think fries too yep and i know that um one of the local roasters from the town that i grew up in was um had uh, coffee, well, like would sell their coffee in some of the local grocery stores yeah. so um so you know just Keep your eye out for Try that. Try not
1: to be such a brand whore, honestly. Uh, I mean if man. you can stop going to Starbucks or even go to Starbucks like twice uh, a week instead of five times a week, it's
0: like so a much money. Hard.
1: I know, babe, but it, you have to be realistic about America.
0: I do. No, I I'm but I'm a brand whore. You Listen, not yeah. for Starbucks. No, not for Good God, no. Um So coffee. Coffee is really, really hard there was a, a question about food allergies oh
1: yeah there were some people who were saying that like having to eat organic or having to eat gluten-free anything like that can be super expensive and i hear that that's that's a real struggle but that's something that based on your situation you have to build into your budget if that means you spend eight hundred dollars on groceries then you figure that out with your income and you maybe make sacrifices elsewhere because that's important
0: right maybe find um find some alternatives do some research make sure that you know you're
1: getting a good value you're right. getting
0: a good value i think one of the really eye opening things was the dirty dozen list for yeah. me yeah seeing what fruits and vegetables you really? need to buy organic yeah. versus like strawberries are always top of the dirty dozen list like you always like it's it's best to always buy
1: organic, organic
0: strawberries. Sh- strawberries but like organic oranges that that's a racket it doesn't matter because you you're pulling peel off the the peel peel anyways. yeah
1: so definitely doing your research and things like right. that. But whatever your situation is, it goes into your budget. Budgets should be wildly different from person to person. It depends on your situation. You have to make it work for you.
0: Right. Also, nobody reads our budget.
1: No, nobody knows our stuff. Doesn't matter.
0: Right. We do, don't have to. Do yeah. you, man? Be honest. Be, be honest
1: with yourself because it's not going to work if you're not.
0: Be realistic. Be
1: realistic. Oh, oh plug.
0: But do it. <laughs> but really do it.
1: Um. I think that's a good wrap-up point. Yeah. What do you think?
0: I think it's a great wrap-up point. What do you want our listeners to know about budgeting? One takeaway.
1: Honestly, the one takeaway, I hope somebody hits me up for budgeting help. I would be thrilled to help someone set up a budget if it helps them get on the road to either being debt free or being more financially free in general. I would love that. So truly do it. Um that said, our Instagram is at let's be Twitter is let's the letter B underscore realistic. And our email is letsberealisticpod at gmail.com. So truly hit us up. Um, I'll post some extra stuff when I post this episode. But um, I would love to hear from you. And I would love to help you out. What about you?
0: Um, if you say that your budget's not working, mm-hmm. then it's usually one of two things. You don't want to do it because
1: you <laughs> You think you're, it's restrictive.
0: Yeah, you think it's restrictive. And you want to be childish and spend money without any repercussions.
1: Whoa, just triggering people on the back end.
0: Or you are not sure of like practical applications on how to budget.
1: And we would love to help you. I have plenty of resources to point you in the right direction and I will talk it over with you.
0: You are valuable and your time is valuable. And
1: your money is valuable. No matter how much you're making, you can make it work.
0: Yeah, you just need to get out there and do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta
1: be disciplined. You gotta be accountable. You gotta be responsible.
0: And you know what? But it's like a diet. Even if you're disciplined and you, like, you, don't, have to, you don't have to bat a thousand. You don't Sometimes have to be perfect you can, every day. Yeah, you can strike out and it's okay. We
1: make mistakes all right. the time. The freaking fact that I don't even take the money with me to the grocery store is kind of a failure. But I it's make it work for our situation. I don't quit budgeting altogether because it's hard. You gotta stick to it. If you fall off the horse, you get back on.
0: And you can do it.
1: You totally can do it.
0: You if can do it.
1: Jeep or payday loan over here can do it. You can do uh, it.
0: Man, that's true though. I know. That's true. I yeah. hope that resonates with people it out should. there that you you can do it. You can make this happen. We're not
1: perfect, but we know yeah. how doable it is because we're not perfect. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to our budgeting episode. Um, I think we're going to probably be doing an every other week episode because weekly is a lot to commit to for us.
0: Yes, it, it's a it's a lot of work, a lot of preparation, a lot of research, and we
1: want to put out a good product. So yes. we need a little bit of extra time, at least for now. Yeah. But thank you so much for listening, you guys. Stay tuned for our next episode.
0: Episode three.
1: Ooh! Nice. I don't know what it's going to be yet. It I'll promises
0: some... to be a good one. I think we might do some recording on location. Oh, that's
1: right. We'll be in North Carolina, so maybe we'll do like a kind of travel episode. Yeah, you hear. that the ocean. That's the ocean. <laughs> <All> <laughs> okay. Right. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye.